Nehemiah Perikhei. Nehemiah Perikhei is the Perik of social justice, where Nehemiah starts to deal with the social problems that the Jews were having at the time. Uh, as we get into the Perik, we'll see specifically what they were, we'll see the action he takes. Uh, we mentioned in the introduction to Nehemiah, there's a very glaring problem with Nehemiah dealing with all this. He's coming a few years after Ezra. And so the obvious question is, why didn't Ezra take care of this? We'll see the problems. They're glaring. They're issues that are unavoidable and issues that can't be simply slumped under the rug. So how is it that Ezra didn't manage to take care of this? Uh, so there's basically two different routes of Mepharshim went. Uh, the first is, as we mentioned, this Tosfot says that Nehemiah actually came before Ezra, preceded Ezra, and thus the chronology, the chronology makes a lot of sense. Uh, Nehemiah was there before Ezra and was the first one to encounter this issue, the first leader to take care of them. Uh, the other route in which accepts the, the timeline that Nehemiah came after Ezra is that the duties were really separate uh, and Nehemiah and Ezra really weren't dealing in the same realms. Ezra was the spiritual leader, Nehemiah was the political leader and under that political jurisdictions falls social matters, falls items that had to be changed and falls dealing with the people in a social sense. Uh, and the outcry of the people and their wives was great towards their Jewish brothers. Um, so as we'll see, this wasn't, this is in direct contrast to Perik Dalad. This isn't towards enemies. This isn't towards external people. Their outcry is towards the Jewish brothers. And we'll see there's several different levels and main complaints that are going on um, in these Pesukim. Pasuk bet. V'yesh asher omrim, baninu nuteno anachnu rabbim, and there are some who say, our sons and daughters are plentiful, and we must purchase grain and eat and live. Uh, these were people, essentially, we could call them living paycheck to paycheck. These were people who didn't have stores, who had to go out and buy wheat. They weren't able to have their own property and farm their own, their own supplies. And they had to go and buy. They had large families and simply couldn't afford to put bread on the table, quite literally. This is the first level of the people. And as we'll see, it gets deeper and deeper. And there are some who say, our fields, our vineyards, and homes, we must place as collateral and buy grain in the hunger. These people were in a different situation. Perhaps they had homes that they must have uh, basically refinanced their mortgage, right? They had to put as collateral in order to take money in order to buy, to buy grain. Maybe they had fields, but there was a famine. There wasn't a great year. They didn't get good returns on their crops. And again, they had to put their own homes as collateral for loans in order to buy food. Uh, so these were people who not just struggling to, admit, to make ends meet. Uh, they actually had to uh, go and mortgage and, and get loans against their property. Pasuk Dalit. And there are some who say, we borrowed money for the king's taxes, our fields, and our vineyards. These people already went through all the processes. They already loaned against their homes. They already can't pay, can't pay their, their bills and now have no source to acquire any sort of financial means to buy food uh, and literally have nothing left. Now, our flesh is like the flesh of our brothers. Our sons are like their sons. And yet we must press our sons and daughters into slavery. 
And some of our daughters are already pressed into slavery, and we are powerless, and our fields and our vineyards are already in the hands of others. This pasuk really gives us an idea of exactly how far down these people were. Uh, they were actually selling their children as slaves to the fellow Jews. Uh, and in order to sell your children as slaves, obviously you would only do that in a situation where there's no other recourse. You've already sold your property, as I mentioned in the pasuk. You've taken loans, been able to unrepay, and have nothing left to your name in which to sustain yourself and live. It's worth noting that the sewer from the Torah to sell uh, children who are already grown, so it does seem like they were actually in violation of Torah law um, selling their children. Pasuk Vav. And it angered me very much when I heard their outcry and these things. Um, here's the Hamiyah starting to hear the outcry of the people. He's aware of the situation and very much concerned. Pazuk My heart consulted me and I confronted the noblemen and the aristocrat and I told them, You are money lenders to your brothers. And I gathered around them a large crowd. Nehemiah's immediate reaction is to go to those who are enabling the situation to happen, uh, to the rich people who are the ones lending, um, who are the ones perhaps buying the slaves from the other Jews uh, and allowing the situation to continue. Right away, what he does is gathers a large crowd so that their social pressure immediately, everyone knows what's going on. Uh, this isn't something he, he did quietly or by the side. He right away took it into open to make the most effective solution of the situation. And I said to them, We ransomed according to the money that we had, our brothers the Jews who were sold to the nations. Now you too will sell your brothers to be sold to us? And they were silent and unable to find an answer. Now, Chamiyah here points out the irony of the situation to them. As we know, mitzvah shivyon piduyim, to rescue captives from among the nation, uh, perhaps those who have been sold into slavery, specifically in this case, uh, to go and ransom them and return them is a great mitzvah. And clearly, as Nehemiah mentions, that was something that was being done. There were Jews that were sold into slavery, and the Jews got together as a community and saved them. And so now Nehemiah points out the irony to them. We went and spun many to save these people, to bring them back, only to have them sold back to you, the Jews, as slaves, so that we'll have to ransom them back from you. The absurdity of the situation is very clear. Uh, we're, we're trying to, we, as a community, we spend so much to ensure that these Jews are not living a captive lives, and yet you yourselves hold captives among you, hold slaves um, who you bought from other Jews. And as as is evident, they had no response. There was a simply nothing they could say to that. Pasuk and I said, it is not good, this is what this is what you are doing. With the fear of God, you'll be able to walk away from the embarrassment of our goyim, of the Goyim, our enemies. Now Hamiyat turns to them and now gives appeal to their rational side and says to them, Clearly this is not good what you're doing. And just if you uh, stop taking 
captives and stop embarrassing your fellow Jews and stop putting them in a downtrodden situation, so too Hashem will take care of you and remove us from the downtrodden situation, which we saw in Perigdalib, than when we're in via via our enemies. And I too, my brothers and my servants, had lent them money and grain. We will relinquish this debt. And Nehemiah clearly also had loans against some of the other people. He had lent out money uh, to some of the other Jews and right away was prepared to take action and to start to start the process by relinquishing all debt he held against other Jews. Pasuk Yedalif. Hashivu nalahem kahayom sedotehem karmehem zetehem ubatehem umaat hakesef adagan hatirosh vahayitzar asher atem noshim behem. Return to them now, today, their fields, vineyards, olive orchards, and homes, and the hundreds of silver, grain, and wine, and oil, which you are loaned against them. Just like I am doing my part, so too you, the noblemen, do your part as well. We see it was no small part. He mentions hundreds. There was hundreds of units. Um, it clearly was a very widespread situation, which were Jews were taking loans from other Jews, essentially being loan sharks. Pasuk Yedbet. And they said, we will return and we will not request anything from them. We will do as you say. And I called to the Kohanim and I called to the Kohanim and I swore them in to do as they said. Here we see really that Nehemiah was very effectively using social pressure. Uh, first of all, as we mentioned earlier, he had gathered a large crowd. There was seemingly nothing for them to do. Uh, Nehemiah is calling them out on their actions in public and they have no response but to say, you're right, Nehemiah will do this. Uh, in public, no one wants to seem like such a horrible person. And in order to ensure that it stays in the public record and that they keep what they do, he brings in the Kohanim and has them do a public swearing that they'll do as they say. And I also shook the corner of my garment and I said, So may God shake all the man who does not fulfill this matter from his house and from his toil. And the whole congregation said, Amen. And they praised God and the people carried out like this matter. Here Nehemiah makes use of a visual aid. He literally shakes the corner of his garment and says, So may Hashem shake all those who do not fulfill this word, uh, may make them lose their homes and their possessions, uh, the same way they're uh, being loan sharks and making the rest of the Jewish brothers lose their home and their possessions. And everyone uh, seemingly joyously accepted the words of Nehemiah, come to the realization that we're about to make a social improvement, and really uh, took to heart Nehemiah's, Nehemiah's undertaking. Pasuk Yudalit. Also, from the day that I was commanded to be a governor in the land of Yehuda, from the 20th until the 32nd year of Akhtashasta Hamelech, 12 years, me and my brothers, the bread of the governor, we did not eat. Here in Hamiyah is further stating of the measures he took to help out the Jews and to show just how careful he was uh, to not be extravagant and take 
take money that could be used for the rest of the people. Uh, so for the 12 years, as we'll see, he returns uh, eventually to Paras. Him and, and the noblemen who are with him sent from Paras uh, to go and govern did not eat their allotted bread, their allotted meals, or stipend, as you may. And we'll see exactly, he specifies in more detail what that is. Pasuk Tetvav. V'hapachot harishonim asher lefanai hechbidu al ha'am v'yichu mehem belechim v'yayin achar kesef shekalim an ba'im gam narehem shaltu al ha'am v'ani lo asitikem mifnei yirat ha'elohim. And the original governors that were preceding me they burdened the people and they took from them bread and wine in addition to the 40 shekelim and their servants also ruled over the people and I did not do so because of the fear of God. Here Nehemiah is contrasting himself with the other governors that were before him and we can see just how powerful the position was. He could take bread and wine and 40 shekelim, a large amount in the day and so we get an idea of just how much of a contrast Nehemiah was to those who preceded them. Uh, and also I supported the building of this wall and I did not buy fields and all my servants were gathered together at the work. Uh, there's several different ways to go about what exactly Nehemiah is talking about here. He supported the building of the wall, perhaps monetarily. Perhaps Nehemiah was a rather wealthy man and supported the building of the wall otherwise, meaning that he personally invested of himself and his time in the wall um, together with his servants and the people that he, he didn't uh, use them for building his own wealth, perhaps buying fields, having them farm. Rather, he supported all his efforts towards the wall. Uh, when he, Nehemiah claims he did not buy fields, there's several different ways to explain that. Perhaps it means he didn't live the quiet life, go buy a field. Or perhaps it refers to not taking and buying away fields from the people at a time when he could have got them for cheap. Um, but rather allowing them to sustain themselves from the field and not buying up their land while it was cheap. And essentially um, investing in it and then building the wall and all of a sudden um, taking land that was really valuable and owning it. Rather he let the people continue to hold in their ancestral land. And the Jews and nobles, 150 men, and those who came from us from amongst the nations that were around us on my table. Uh, so here Nehemiah says, and it wasn't easy. I had 150 people eating at me, perhaps all the nobles and my servants and all the important people uh, for meetings and other political functions. There were foreign people who came, perhaps leaders again for political functions. And Nehemiah is stating how much expenditures he had, and yet he was selfless. He did not take the money. He supported, he gave everything he had towards the wall and the people. Pasuk Yudchet. V'asher hayan na'aseh le'yom echad, shor echad, tson shesh berurot v'tsipurim na'asuli, u'ben aseret yamim, b'chol yain l'harbeh, v'aim zeh lechem ha'pecha lo b'kashri, k'kavada ha'avada al ha'am hazeh. One day's food was an ox, six selected sheep, and fowl prepared for me, plus wine enough for ten days, and yet, despite all this, the governor's stipend I did not request because the work laid heavily on the people. Here we get into the specifics, what exactly Nehemiah was putting up. Uh, an ox, six sheep, and birds uh, every day. It's quite a lot of food, obviously. Plus wine, 
enough for 10 days was drunk every single night, and yet he did not request taxes or the governor's stipend from the people uh, because the work would heavily, did it all out of his own pocket. Remember me positively, God, all that I did for this people. And finally, Nehemiah finishes saying, I really gave a lot. Uh, please listen, may be zahut today. To me. As we mentioned, the Hachamim do take Nehemiah to Tez for this and say he was uh, too descriptive of his own good and what he gave for the people and asking God, so to speak, to reward him for this. And they do say Nehemiah was punishment. The Hachamim are not so happy with that.